What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host, Colonel and Dad, Garrett Morlang, and here in the virtual studio with me is <clears throat> the king of video games and still resident superstar, Adrian Holmes. Adrian, how are you doing? Quite frustrated, man. I think we both are. <laughs> we we have run into a great deal of technical difficulties this evening, but we're here. So we'll kind of win. How are yeah, you? Yeah, I'm I, I'm doing about the same as you. Yeah, I was doing I was actually doing really good. And then all of a sudden my computer is doing an error that's never done before with OBS. So we'll see. My computer might blow up. I'm doing some 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 iffy things with OBS right now. We'll see if the stream lasts. Um, and hopefully we get a recording because that's what's most important for YouTube and podcast listeners later. Right. Um, but yeah, then you were having an issue with your camera and your microphone, like every, like, is this like, as soon as we needed it, we're like, all right, let's go live. Everything just, uh, nope. <laughs> like, uh, psych. just kidding. <laughs> you know uh, why, you know why it's probably acting up because it knows about the sin you're getting ready to commit. Yeah. Uh, according to some people, this may be a sin. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't view it that way. Um, uh, uh, don't trip. Nine two three in the chat says, "Is JJ going to be in the live?" Uh, no. He, uh, like I said in the chat, we we are working on also sending him to Mars, uh, and uh, we launched the shuttle, and now we have to wait about three or four months to see if our math was right. So. We may or may not hear back from him in a, for for a while, so we'll see. We'll see. Keep in mind, I did get a D in math, so hopefully, <laughs> we did our best. We did our best. We did our best. Uh, yes, that's. I had posted in our Discord that I was going to taste test a Pepsi product tonight, and I know you guys come come to us first for the you know first and foremost you know, like the premier Pepsi reviewing podcast here. I can't um, believe you're about to do this. Yep, that's right. It is time. Time to taste test some Pepsi, baby. I don't have a, I don't have a catchy segment name for this, but I got my it Pepsi hat. <laughs> it doesn't need one. Uh, Steph, baby, says not the peeps. Uh, is Coke okay? No, not in my house. Get out of my house. Adrian, you're not allowed to talk. <laughs> just hurry up man oh my god not only is it pepsi it's peeps pepsi that's like <laughs> here we go yeah oh you're spoiled it okay i got my fancy my 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 handy dandy pepsi cup it's a little dirty because it went through the dishwasher and has some weird like stains on it but don't worry about that it is clean a classic pepsi co product here we go this is what i'm taste testing tonight peep oh, pepsi brother. here we go 2023 limited edition on artificial marshmallow flavored Pepsi. So here we go. Let's let's get a little good crack in the mic. Let's see if you can hear this. No, we don't want it. <laughs> Nothing. Oh. Good. I'm glad it did. Yeah. Help. I unfortunately I have too much uh, too many filters on the audio on the podcast. You'll be able to hear it on YouTube, but on stream you probably couldn't because it like cuts all that out on purpose. But uh yogurt archangels is not sponsored i mean if we keep trying no no we can no get sponsored. no we don't need that sponsor <laughs> yeah Ooh. yeah yeah that's uh, <laughs> i just want to i <laughs> you can still back out <laughs> that's some that's some iffy stuff there you wow, can still we, back out i do not know how you to could come back now. off the ledge come back come back you don't have to do this 
It is. Hmm. Rancid. Let's see. It is that has the term you're looking for? A fruity aroma to it. Um. <laughs> here we go. Let's get Bro, the. Are you? Got a nice, nice foamy. Mmm. Look at all that foam. Mmm. Delicious. Yeah. You didn't even put any ice in the glass. It's probably room no. temperature. It was ice cold, but since we've had def technical difficulties, it's been sitting in my 80-degree office. It's very much not cold anymore. But Oh, my God. Here we go. Get a little, little swirl, a little swirl. This is fancy. Oh, please, tell me more about the bouquet. Mm. Here yes. we go. It's fruity. Uh-huh. Uh, a hint of cedar and uh, dark cherry and definitely lots of sugar. All right, here we go. <laughs> Hmm. Please, the Hang audience on. awaits with okay, if you're taking a second sip, you like it. You you degenerate. Oh, brother. No. I what? I'm going to be what? honest. What? I'm going to be honest. It sucks? No. I think I think this is a trick. It just tastes like Pepsi. It doesn't oh. taste like marshmallow at all. It has a weird smell, but this just tastes like Pepsi. There's there's nothing marshmallowy about this. I don't know if maybe I don't know maybe I have COVID. I can't taste something. I don't know. I don't think oh, I do. Boy, don't, don't do that. Yeah, it smells like marshmallows. It smells like Peeps. It tastes like just plain Pepsi though. It's just, it says it's just Pepsi with more sugar. I mean, <laughs> they just melted Peeps and put it in there. Don't swirl it around like it's Listerine. <laughs> Stop that. It just, it's just Pepsi. I'm sorry, guys. I'm actually really disappointed. Not because it's bad, but because I want it, I wanted it to be different. I'm disappointed, too, because it is Pepsi. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> I like I, I wanted peep Pepsi. I wanted to know what that tasted like, and now I'm disappointed. You were like, how can we put... Pepsi was like, how can we put the grossest candy in the grossest soda? <laughs> how do we do it? How do we how do we top ourselves? We've already we've already created Pepsi, which the only thing it's, on planet Earth that goes good with Pepsi is Costco pizza. How can we top this? And they said, oh, Peeps, the worst candy. No, that's, that's where you're wrong. Peeps are incredible. Pepsi. Top no, tier. just Peeps, eat regular marshmallows. You put them together. What? But that's that's if I wanted regular marshmallows, I just have regular marshmallow. But I want Peeps. How can we make marshmallows, which are so good, bad? And that's how peeps were born. That, that was the product meeting. All meaning. right. No, 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 no. Um, all right. Well, there you go. You guys all wanted it. There's your review. It just tastes like Pepsi. So you might as well just buy a normal can of Pepsi. Or don't. <laughs> or do. Or get uh, Pepsi Cherry. Because that's the best. Okay, what do we uh, let's talk about video games, please? <laughs> oh, right, we're a video game podcast. Yes, today we're going to be talking about the first reviews of the PSVR 2. How Ubisoft is having a hard time committing, and Power Wash Simulator is the greatest game of all time. Game of the year, but first, but for, yes, but first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Bumple Smash, Eddie Martin, and Kajoma01, and our super gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. If you want to be awesome just like those folks, head over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Support us over there. 
Starting at just a buck a month, uh, you can get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show uh, and uh, Adrian's show, Super Gamer Book Club. It comes out uh, each and every month, the end of the month, last Friday of the month. Kind of the goal, that's what we shoot for anyways. Uh, <laughs> this last month, Chrono Trigger episode featuring Eddie and El Chizo. That was a fun one. Uh, uh, it, yeah, really fun episode if you want to hear about uh, some just differing views on this generally well-regarded classic uh, is interesting to kind of chit chat with those folks who love the game so much i was a newbie so yeah it was, it was, it was a good app uh if you're on the fence about supporting us though you can go to any podcast feed or youtube.com slash super gamer boys and watch episodes that are uh from usually about two months back we release those for free to people to check out and uh the free one right now is legend of zelda link to the past with the nintendo cartridge society patrick and mark over there joined us uh, and that was also a blast to record. They are some extremely knowledgeable folks on the Nintendo realm. Uh, and uh, it's I just always feel so enlightened after a conversation with them. And the upcoming episode coming out hopefully this week, if again, all goes according to plan. Uh, last Friday of the month, Hi-Fi Rush with uh, DJ Trues from twitch.tv slash trouser schnauzer. That's right. Make sure to support us over there to get that new episode. Talking about the, the hit sensation hi-fi rush over on xbox and pc we'll talk more about our patreon later on the show one last thing i want to quick give a quick shout out to jack sriracha and yate for allowing us to use this wonderful music on our show that you heard in the in the pre-show before we started streaming and still in the background here a little bit maybe we'll see definitely in the podcast version you can hear it um but definitely go check them out. The links to their stuff will be in the show description on YouTube and on the podcast services later. Listen through Apple Music, Spotify. Check it out. They make fantastic stuff. Alrighty. Um, it's now time to check the mail. It sure is. And <laughs> so, uh, what? I was going to say, I, uh, I when I bought the Pepsi, I noticed behind the label... Are, are the questions were written on the backside of the label. So <laughs> so um, you're telling me somebody at the Pepsi plant was like, we need to make sure that this exact Pepsi gets the stuff on the in, on the inside because it's going to go exactly to where you're going to buy it at it's, it's, and have all the... Not only to I'm, mention that this would have had to happen weeks in advance. Uh, you know what? Pepsi? The people over at PepsiCo... They're miracle workers, Adrian. I know you don't think so. Not only do they make abs like mm. top tier superior Coke products. Heretics is what is more <laughs> a more apt term. But 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 they also they, they also uh can see the future. Uh, uh they have the the you've have you ever heard of the Pepsi Oracle? No, I haven't. I'm pretty sure yeah. no one has. Not not a soul. I bet if you look in chat right now, everybody's going, What? Huh? What? <laughs> uh sulky says pepsi knows adrian like santa but equally as mystical <laughs> exactly exactly uh don't it, it's <laughs> pepsi man you never heard of pepsi man i've heard of pepsi man yes. <laughs> yeah that's 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 the, the equivalent of santa over there um all right anyways so uh, let me see if i can i i perfect i drink just the right amount of pepsi i can see the questions down in there uh oh this first one actually comes from hophead ed and he writes Mount Rushmore of Final Fantasy characters. You can't use generic things like Mog. Mog? Is that? I thought it was Moog. Is that Mog? What? 
what what's what's the character from the is it is the Moogles? Moogles? Okay, he put well, Mog, yeah, same thing. Okay, he put Mog, and I was like, I think it's Moogles, but I don't play Final Fantasy enough to correct him with confidence. So, uh, or or Chocobo. So he says you can't use generic things like that. Must be characters from the games. Okay. So, what do you got? You got you got a top four? Top four? You have a lot more range on the Final Fantasy franchise than I do. I my, my focus is pretty much Final Fantasy VII uh, remake, not even the original, the remake, and then uh, we played Crisis Core for a book club episode so basically also, very final fantasy 7 centric fair why why is mog out of the running eddie i got a question about that because because he says it's a generic thing moogles are generic but mog is not mog is actually a special moogle um hmm. so that's interesting yeah. that he is out of the running um i guess uh he's just racist against moogles. against moogles <laughs> Are you are you Mooglist? Mooglist? Mooglist. Uh, <laughs> uh, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, so with my very boring, limited uh, viewpoint here. Uh, not boring, but just limited. Right. I mean, in the grand you scheme just... of things, without a, like what? There's like 15 game mainline games and a bunch of spinoffs. It's, it's very, very extremely limited. But my top four here, Zach Fair, Aerith, Barrett Wallace and this one. Gonna throw some people. Probably not. I think a lot of people probably agree with me. If they really yeah. think it, think about no, it's, it. Dig, she's dig best down, girl. She's best dig girl. Down deep in their heart. Jesse Raspberry. That's right. Forget Tifa. Get out of here. I'm I don't know about forget Tifa. I'm just saying Tifa. No, no Tifa. I don't know about all that. I'm just saying Jesse is best girl. <laughs> uh yeah, so that's my top four. I mean, if if you know Tifa wanted to go get a soda, I'm not saying no. You get me? Um, you're crazy. Uh, so <laughs> my four are... Yeah, Steph's with me. Hashtag forget Tifa. How? <laughs> forget Tifa. What if she... This... Oh, no. Selkie says, what if she wanted a Pepsi? <laughs> Don't do that. Ugh. Tifa has taste. <laughs> uh, so mine are a little different. Um, my first one that I picked was Auron from Final Fantasy X. Uh, my next one is uh, Rydia from Final Fantasy IV. Best girl, gosh dang, smoke show. Every time they they recreate her character sketch, it gets better and better. Uh, Noctis from Final Fantasy XV. I don't care what y'all say. Final Fantasy XV is a good Final Fantasy. The boy band was some of the best written character relationships in a Final Fantasy game. Come at me. Do what you got to do. Uh, and then my last one. I'm going back and forth. I, I want to. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I have uh, uh, Selkie's wrote in the chat his four if you would like to hear them. Actually, he gave yeah because oh yeah he gave four. So he I has wanna... uh, uh, he has Arden. Okay. Uh, uh, Aron Aron. Yeah, that's the one I said. Uh, okay, Zell. Okay. And then is it Vivi or Vivi? V i v i. Vivi. Vivi. Or Vivi. People say Vivi. Yeah, that's that's his four from nine. Uh huh. 
Wait, what was the fourth? Arden, Aron, Zell, and VV. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Kistis. My squad leader. Uh, I don't know how else to say. Commander Mommy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I see what you're... At least she was when the game came out, all right? It was it was 99, 2000, all right? Leave me alone. <laughs> um, hey, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. those are my four. All right. Not bad, not bad. Um, I'm glad. It's probably a good, good, good thing that JJ's not here because he would he would have had nothing. He probably would have said Moogles. They're like, no, you literally <laughs> uh, can't. I it's think, the, it's uh, in the instructions that you can't say that. <laughs> isn't there a wizard in the air somewhere? <laughs> Is Harry Potter in that game? <laughs> yes, JJ, fi- Harry that's, Potter that's is final, in there. That's my final fantasy, if you know what I mean, wink, wink. <laughs> is Harry Potter? He's like, oh, man. That Potter kid. <laughs> oh, I love that. Love that boy, Harry. Uh, this next question comes from Kajoma01, and he asked, was thinking about how great a game Monument Valley is, and I got angry about how dismissive some of y'all are of mobile games. So what are your favorite mobile games? Mobile gaming is just a platform and can have great and bad games on it like any platform. So give it some respect, folks. All right. So he, uh, he's, uh, <laughs> sorry, Yogurt Archangel in the chat says, just four random moogles from Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> That's JJ's <laughs> list. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Moogles, yeah. <laughs> um, so Kajoma is trying to set a straight here. Uh, I think mostly me, because you got you and you and JJ very much love the mobile games. I do not. So um, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say he must be talking to you because Kajoma, I don't know if you know this, but I am actually a day one Apple Arcade subscriber. Like I've had it since it came out, right? So it's not that I don't like mobile games i love mobile games i just don't like bad ad filled half-baked you know just clearly out there to get money right mobile games which is Um, most which is most of them right so that's why i was so interested in apple arcade and why it continues to be worth every penny five bucks honestly to me is a steal for it um so i would say off the bat I think he mentioned Monument Valley, right? So that goes yes. without saying. Which is an amazing game. That's like yes. one of Both the of them. one of the few like mobile games I ever played and phenomenal. Loved it. I never <laughs> played the second one. Uh, I remember when it came out, I haven't had a chance to try it. But the first one, fantastic. Matter of fact, what do I even what do I have on my phone right now? Let me see. Uh oh, Grindstone. That came out on Apple Arcade, I believe, or it was one of the first oh, platforms. Yeah, I remember the, that one. the puzzle, yeah, the puzzle one. Uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts was on there. I don't think that's Game Pass, but it was there. Um, oh, uh, Card of Darkness. That was the one that's a, it's a card, almost like a kind of a pseudo one sided card battler. Uh, the creator of Adventure Time did the artwork for it. Oh, okay uh what else uh my favorite time waster is the balloons games the balloons tower defense with the monkeys <laughs> i freaking love yeah. that game that's, uh, uh, jj has talked about that that's the one he likes to play when he's sitting and taking a crap that's, yeah. his, that's, his, that's his pooping game <laughs> uh what the golf is on there garrett mini motorways you like mini motorways oh, i know you yeah do. mini motorways i see? love that game see uh they just put shovel night dig on there so 
if you give me good games oh i got a shout out to florence florence is a phenomenal game and it started on mobile the best version of it is on mobile please 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 play that game it is so good uh so like i said i know you probably weren't directing this at me it was more so at garrett but i love mobile games i love the fact that kind of like you can you can access them anywhere and I, i like when they're complete experiences and they're built for the mobile display and they're not like squeezed down or anything like that. So, right. Yeah. And that's what you're talking to. But that's generally been my experience as well, where it's like, I haven't played a ton because I don't know. I like, I, I am so turned off by just the possibility of running into those microtransactions. That's like, I don't even want to try. Like, I don't even want to try it. Cause it's just like so annoying. But the few times I've, I've jumped in like, yeah, mini motorways like that sucked my attention for so long. Like it just, it was fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. Like I spent so much time with that, which is such a simple game, just routing traffic through a city and boy, oh boy, I loved it. Um, and then yeah, Monument Valley, but I'm just, I'm just too scared, too scared to try other things. Cause so many times you download it and it's just like, ads everywhere ads 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 oh you send your friend get friend requests to get like more coins and i'm like no get out of here just let me play the dang game so you, i know you gotta there's good get apple arcade there, dude but. apple arcade has that's one of their biggest things is like they, that's what they check for is there's no ads there's no fluff there's no you know they're trying to sell you something on the side microtransactions it's none of that in apple arcade games and that yeah. to me is worth every penny for that service I, I had at the very beginning because they had like it was like a free thing, free trial, right? For like mm-hmm. three months or six months or whatever it was. But um, I found I didn't use it very much other than other than mini motorways. Like I just <laughs> didn't really play much. I remember trying Grindstone um, and it like it was fun for a little bit. And eventually it was kind of like, oh, this is fine. Like, I don't know. I just never got super far into it. But mm-hmm. yeah. So there you go, Kajoma. Uh, by the way. Sweats wrote in uh, and responded to Kajomas. He says, has anyone played Vampire Survivor? Because it's the greatest mobile game out there right now. And I will say I have played Vampire Survivor, but I did not know it was on mobile. I played it on Game Pass. It's on I, PC Game Pass. It's on Xbox. I did not know it was a mobile game, but I've been I, playing. I tried it on, on mobile. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily care for the swipe controls or okay. like the uh, going using your finger to kind of guide the person. Um, I right, don't know. Yeah. I just I feel like I don't get that that twitch response that I need, <laughs> uh, like as if or I was playing it on a controller. So it's a competent version of it, but I think it's better served on something with with tactile buttons. In that yeah, instance. I I only played like I don't know for like an hour. Uh, like I played a couple sessions and that I had a ton of fun with it. It's one it's of those games though, game. where it's like if I had nothing else going on. And I didn't have other games I should be playing. I would probably play that. But the problem is 99% of the time I have a book club game that I have to finish by the end of the month. And I have like a whole other backlog, all this stuff. So it's like I'm never going to play Vampire Survivor because this is like a game that sit down, just totally grind away. Yeah, go for it. But um, yeah, it is a fun one. All right. This last question comes to us from Bumple Smash. Look at that. All three questions were from our Patreon producers. How crazy is that? How about that? Participation. 
Uh, by the way, if you want to write in questions, you can DM us on social media anywhere. We're at Super Gamer Boys or uh, join our Discord. It's supergamerboys.com slash Discord. Join us over there. Uh, we have a submit questions channel where you can write in. It doesn't have to be gaming related. That's what most people do. But yeah, gaming related or not, just send in your questions. We'd be more than happy to answer those on the show, especially since uh, I think we used up all the questions. Oh, no, I take that back. Selkies wrote one in. But I like to I like to space them out. So thank you, Selkies. But we'll we might need it. that one for next we'll, week. We'll, anyway. We might need it for next. It might be the only <laughs> question next week. So we'll hold on to it. Um, all right. Now that we have two uh, have two recent examples, Dead Space and Metroid Prime, what do you prefer, a remake or a remaster? We were talking about this earlier, and I think it depends on the game. Um, I think if the game is held up well enough like there are certain older games that still look good to this day because of their art style honestly just put them in hd fix the controls to modernize them and call it a day right but if it's something that's looking pretty hurt like i'd say maybe you know n64 or earlier or ps1 or earlier then it could probably stand for a remake treatment yeah um I agree. Yeah. If there is like some glaring issue with the original, um, a remake is definitely necessary. Uh, but because like, yeah, when we did the Dead Space book club a couple years ago now, a year or two ago, um, was what, a couple years ago because I was we were still I was still living in Modesto at the time. So at least two years ago. Um, and uh, I remember playing through it and being like, OK, like it it looks all right um could be better but it looks all right but the controls mm. like okay these controls are dated so like doing a remake of that like oh man i could just it i i don't know if it necessarily needed it but i'm glad that they did a full remake because of it because 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 being able to fully utilize like current gen power ps5 xbox series x all that mm -hmm. um really amps up the terror factor like that game is terrifying i knew exactly <laughs> what was going to happen every step of the way and it still freaked me the heck out um but then like yeah the metroid prime game uh something else that we kind of talked about before the show or like it almost feels more like a, a remake though like they're calling it a remaster but they added a lot yes. like on the graphical side on the control side like it has dual stick controls now not the janky single analog stick gamecube thing that they had going Extra on feature there's a model viewer there's a, a, a sound what do they call it yeah, sound listen, selection yeah you can listen to like the soundtrack and stuff like that like they it's, I, it's, I feel it's like borderline that's a remake. a remake it's borderline yeah. a remake honestly um, um like a re a, a, a remaster in my head is almost like uh and this is old but the HD remaster they did of like Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 and Peace, uh, not Peace Walker, but Metal Gear 2 and 3 for like Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 back in the day. Mm -hmm. Like that's a because it's essentially the same game just with HD graphics. Like that's a remaster. Like they didn't actually change anything, um, which I feel like that's happening less and less now. Like even though they call things remasters, I feel like, right? Like more often than not, it, it's there's there's things that are re being remade to it. Yeah. I mean, a good example would be Last of Us right now. Right. Which which got both a remaster and a remake. Right. So they that's got a remaster a clear... for PS4 and then a remake on PS5 now. Yeah, so. that's a clear differentiator. Those are good, two good examples of a remaster and a remake. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, it, 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 yeah, like you already said it, like, but it comes down to what what's up with the game. Like, it's like, all right, if you can just give a new coat of paint and kind of like give use the same assets but make it 4K, perfect. I'm more than happy with that. But there are a few games that like, whoo, man, give it not just a new coat of paint, but like just do it and, over. Yeah, start from the frame, right? The foundation, just top or bottom up. This let's 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 go, dude. Like it's it does some special things with, with especially <laughs> with, with the games that they've been choosing lately. Um, now the 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 Advance Wars is that that's considered a remake, right? Right, that is a yeah. remake. However, I think that's a rare case where I don't think it warranted a remake. It still looks good and it still plays well. I think they that was just a decision to remake it. Yeah. Um, but then again, we also don't know if they've changed anything yet because they really nobody's gotten their hands on it to really go in depth and and see. Maybe there's balance changes. Maybe there's you know additional modes. Who knows? We haven't seen anything. So yeah, don't. But it was much. already great. So that one that one is kind of puzzling. I'm not complaining about it because it looks fantastic. But yeah, at the same time. Speaking of which, I hope if this does well, I want them to do a Fire Emblem remake too of the GBA one. Mm. That would be cool. That would yeah. be cool. <clears throat> uh, all right. Well, that is it for the mailbag this week. Thank you all so much for writing. And remember, go over to join our Discord, uh, supergamerboys.com slash Discord. Write in your own questions for us to read on the show. Uh, it's now time for the Nerdy Nudes. <clears throat> it's now time for the Nerdy Nudes. Wonderful. Perfect. Perfection. That's what that is. All right. This first news story comes to us from Darren Bonthus over at GameSpot. And it's a review roundup for the PSVR 2. PlayStation VR 2 officially arrives in a few days and ahead of the official rollout, reviews have gone live for Sony's new headset, the successor to the original PSVR. PSVR 2 combines a huge leap forward in technology while taking a few cues from the PlayStation 5 and its DualSense controller. So far, critics have been impressed by the elegant design of the headset and the powerful hardware inside of it. While PSVR 2 has some incredible tech to marvel at, there are a few caveats as well, as reviewers have noted. Horizon Call of the Mountain is doing most of the heavy lifting on the software side of the equation, while every other game rolling out to PSVR 2 over the next month consists of titles that are currently available on other VR platforms. Um... The PSVR 2 is undoubtedly a major step forward for PlayStation's virtual reality ambitions and one of the best headsets on the market, but in the ever-shifting landscape of virtual reality, its price and current value proposition leave it in an awkward position once again, Tamar Hussein wrote on GameSpot's PlayStation VR 2 review. <clears throat> um, by the way, the starting price for the PSVR 2 is $550. $50 more than... Uh, or $150 more, depending on which PS5 version you buy, than the actual console itself. So, absolutely insane. Uh, there's a $600 bundle that comes with the Horizon Call of the Mountain game. It launches on February 22nd, so in uh, whenever this episode builds live, I guess these you'll be able to go purchase your very own. Uh... So GameSpot says, uh, I hope that Sony and partners start thinking outside of the box a bit more when it comes to games and commit to supporting, supporting the platform long-term in a meaningful way. The excellent huh. hardware deserves as much. If they do, the future of PSVR 2 will be exciting. But for now, that excitement is built on the same thing VR has always enticed hopefuls with. Potential. Uh, I, I could have swore I heard the same thing about a Sony product about 10 years ago. 
Ah, what was the name of it? Mm. <laughs> huh. It was a handheld, I think. Sorry, oh, was I'm, I'm interrupting. The, the, what, what, what was that? It was a, is it five? Starts with that. Is it? It, vi- it Vita? meant life. Vita? It meant Vitamin? life. Vitamin. Vitamins. I, 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 no, something like Vita. that. I just remember it meant life. But yeah, yeah. anyway, you can go ahead. Uh, IGN gave it a nine out of ten with top-notch visual quality and immersive tactile sense controllers. PlayStation VR two represents a quantum leap over its predecessor, setting a new standard for console VR gaming. Uh, VGC gives it a four out of five. Game Informer liked it, um, although they did say. It improves on basically every aspect of PlayStation VR, but not quite the virtual reality revolution I feel like we've been waiting for since the advent of the medium. Um, yeah, a lot of people, at least later reviews from CNET and The Verge kind of say the similar things. What if it's, what if the same but better? Like they didn't really, so it, I, essentially there's not much more we're getting with PSVR 2. Right. And, the, and, and the okay. reviewers, the reviewers are seeing that. Like there, there is like technical stuff uh, uh, specs to it are better but it didn't necessarily like revolutionize the game it's just adding features that other vr headsets have um and making you pay way more for it and for less games um so adrian i think maybe we've talked about this before but let me let me ask you again here <laughs> are you swayed at all to buy psvr2 at all not at all i mean <laughs> So the the biggest argument I've seen when when or not argument but counterpoint that whenever we bring up oh it it costs you know $150 more than a unit you know than the console itself right so essentially to play PSVR2 you need at least what $950 and then a lot of people say well that's a lot cheaper and that, than huh? and that doesn't get you a game though no, it doesn't. So realistically, because we'll say the a other thing. None of these, none of these reviews say anything about the fact that it is not backwards compatible with PSVR one games. So right. my entire PSVR one library, no good, no good. Um, and then so a lot of them say, well, so or it's a thousand dollars to get in the door, right? And then most people say, well, when you buy Vive or when you buy you know Oculus hardware, that's just the the cost of the headset alone, but most people who are buying the console aren't thinking about they're, they're buying a console as an alternative to a PC, which usually costs what four to five. If you want a good one can cost four to five times the cost of a PlayStation four or PlayStation four PlayStation five or series X. Right. So they're not looking in the high cost market already. So if right. you're going to price this, you can't price it against PC hardware. You have to price it against other similarly, you know, spec'd hardware. And with this being 550 plus the cost of the system, if Oculus comes out and says, hey, our Oculus, uh, or not Oculus, Meta Quest 3 is going to be $500 and that's it. And you get all the stuff and it's, you know, around the same power range as PSVR 2, it's going to murder PSVR 2. Yeah. You're telling oh, me yeah. I pay half the price and I get all the pretty much all the same game ex- except for the PlayStation ones. And it's all in the headset. I don't have to have one cable running out of the back of, of it. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's you can't that's, compare that to you can't compare PSVR two to PC grade virtual reality hardware. It doesn't work that way. It's not supposed right. to be in that market. 
Yeah, because I mean, already, yeah, when people make that argument, it's like, well, right now the Oculus Quest 2 can play pretty much all the games that you can play on the PSVR. Right. And and you don't need a computer. It's just and a little bit of a lower res. And it's like 300 to $400, depending on what hard drive you get in it. Right. So and it's the- like, for 300 bucks and nothing else, I could play all these games and it's slightly less resolute. Like, I mean, well, okay. Again, technically, if you look at the numbers, it's probably quite a bit less resolution. But to be completely honest, I have a Quest 2 and half the time, like, I don't, it's, it look, when you're in a game, you don't, you don't notice, notice those things. You don't notice those things. If you're, if you're looking at it, if you're reviewing the headset, you notice it. If you're just playing a game, you don't notice it. You're in a world, you're so immersed, you don't give a crap. Like in the real world application of this thing, like the Quest 2 does way more and is uh, uh, half the price. So let me tell you, if I'm meta and I see this headset coming out and I see what Sony's doing, we you have to know, right, just in the space alone and with how big of a push that that uh, meta has been making into the the VR space and the um, what do they call that big effort that they're doing? The metaverse, the metaverse. You better believe a Quest 3 is imminent, right? So if I'm going to bring out, I'll say even this year, I'd say probably later sometime this year. um, If I'm bringing out a Quest 3, I'm putting it, even if we have to eat some of the cost, it needs to be 500 bucks. If it's 500 bucks for the entire unit, you just kneecap Sony. Yeah. Yeah. 50 bucks cheaper. And then like, if it's just even just as powerful, it doesn't have to be more powerful. Let's make it Even if it's less, even. Even if it's like I'd say maybe seventy five percent of the power of PSVR two, right. I would still pick a, a Quest every time at this point. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't have to buy like this crazy expensive console again. Coming from the point of view of I don't have a PS five already. Like, oh, I don't have to buy this five hundred dollar console and the headset, or a th- like a two thousand dollar computer and the headset. I can just buy this headset, right? And it does it all. Like, man, yeah, that would be. That would be killer. Like they would just destroy the PSVR 2, which would be so sad because I'm like, I want PlayStation to make cool things, but they just don't. They just keep like. They make the wrong cool things they, instead yeah, of things keep, that they should make. Uh, but they just yeah. keep make they just make bad, bad choices. Um, well, don't so forget they have their, even though they, they are like telling a story that they didn't, they what half or 30% of their production orders because the right. pre orders were so low. Yeah, so already people like aren't buying this thing. So I'm, I'd be curious come Wednesday to like go drive around and like go to like some of the game stops and go to Target and just see if I there's any on the shelves. Some. Because they're talking that like initially, yeah, there was that report that came out like, oh, they cut production, blah blah blah, and then they came out with a statement like, no, we didn't, we didn't cut production. Yeah, uh, yeah, VR sales are down, like it's down, but not it's a you know we're we're just it's gonna like push, bro, Sony we're pushing forward. The manufacturers <laughs> told us you did. Why would they lie? <laughs> yeah, they make the headsets. They know how many you need. How many you told them to make? They know what's going on. Come on. Yeah. So. So. Uh, yeah. So right now the only there are thirteen new titles and. Uh, that let's see oh more than 30 games on track now here's the other thing so there's more than 30 games but again only one of them is playstation exclusive that's what i was gonna say how many out of those 30 games are a from a playstation studio and b designed specifically for psvr 2 because right now i can only think of horizon 
so there's only so there's two that are from PlayStation Studios, but only one is like round up for, ground, for yeah. PSVR. So two. the two games are Horizon, Call of the Mountain, and then Gran Turismo Seven. They have a you can flip a switch on there where it makes the game VR. So now you can play Gran Ch- the, the, the entirety of Gran Turismo Seven in VR. But again, the game wasn't originally designed. I well, it might have been. But not, not 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 in the sense of, not not in the same way that Horizon was, mm-hmm. like because they 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 obviously the developers knew that PSVR two was going to be a thing for a while, so I'm sure they like put it in there, but I'm not sure it was initially in there. It's probably like six months into development, and Sony's like, "Hey, by the way, uh, we're making a PSVR two. Can you maybe make a PSVR compatible just in case?" <laughs> and they're like, "All right, we'll add it." You know, <laughs> it's probably something like that. You know, um, crazy. You know what though? That honestly, from Sony, and I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but them only having one title design for it, it kind of makes me feel like they're starting to get cold feet, or they don't really believe yeah. in it. Like they don't actually like you made a product, right? You made a five hundred dollar uh, headset, and you only made one game for it. One game. Hey, you can play Beat Saber on there again. Yeah, I can also play it on my Quest Two <laughs> and my Quest One, and yeah. They but, have uh, they have Moss One and Moss Book Two, also on Quest. Oh wait, wait, wait! They have uh, they have Tetris Effect though. Same deal. Uh, well, uh, Resident Evil Village. You can't play that anywhere else. Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, RE Four is on Quest, so it's only a matter yeah. of time. Yeah. But no, one hundred percent. I'm I'm just it, it's odd that they only did one game. Like I, I don't know. I, I that's that's. I guess I don't know if red red flag is too much of a, an aggressive term for it, but it definitely raises some alarms for me from Sony. That you right. It seems like you don't really, either you don't really believe in this thing, or I don't know. You didn't have yeah, the resources it, to to fully get behind it. It doesn't necessarily raise a red flag to me, but it definitely it. It doesn't make me want to pre-order it. Now, if there was like 15 games, even 10, 10 games at launch that they're like, hey, here's 10 games. And even and five, I would have been like, OK, yeah. five good premium exclusive games. Right. Now we can talk. F- OK, so five games. But in, 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 even if they were like, oh, and here's like five One to for ten free. more, five to ten more coming in the next six months or year or whatever. Like, OK, now we have a roadmap. Now I have. Five games at launch and then a roadmap for the next year. Okay, I'm getting five to ten more games over the next year. But the fact that it's just like, here's one game, and from what I understand, we don't really know what else is coming in the future. No, but they that's, want that's, you to they want you to spend five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. Uh, yeah, Selkie's in the chat says they aren't taking the risk, and if they do, they just barely touch the concept and back off. Like they yeah, they're not willing to just fully commit. Like they'll 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 try weird things, but they're just like, eh, let's just dip our toe in. And if it's just a little too cold for them, they're like, nope, we're out. And it's like, wait, wait, trust like, me, get in, like get used to it a little bit, get, no. a little com- get comfortable in there. I, listen, Sony and I <laughs> and and the other thirteen million uh, Vita owners, we've done this dance before. Okay, <laughs> I know this this version of Sony all too well when they're going to put something out there and if it doesn't immediately make the money back or if it's not an immediate super profit on like maybe day seven, they're going to start backing out. 
because they don't have the deep pockets like Microsoft does, but they make a significant amount of money. Like PlayStation is the one of the biggest earners for Sony. So it's I don't I don't buy that they don't have the resources to do it. Yeah, no, they they have resources and they're just they're just scared, which is crazy because they they know you think by now they know they make good products right they, excellent they, hardware they're like they, they just have such like a low self-esteem that they like just <laughs> don't believe it they're like i don't know it's no, no one's gonna like it oh. like it's like oh come on get nobody out bought it cancel it get it's your over out of your, get your head out of your butt sony all right uh this next news story is from logan plant over at ign they write Ubisoft confirms it will be at E3 if E3 happens. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. What a bizarre. Makes no sense. While Sony, Xbox, and Nintendo may not be a part of E3 2023, Ubisoft said it will be at the show if it happens. On Ubisoft's Q3 2022-23 investor call, CEO Yves Guillemot responded to an investor asking if the company planned to attend the event in person this year to show its games. If E3 happens, we will be there, and we will have a lot of things to show, Guillemot said. In a statement to IGN, Reed Pop President Lance Fern, uh, Fensterman reiterated that E3 is still on track to take place this year. E3 is full speed ahead, and we are pleased with the progress and engagement from the community. Uh, Fensterman's statement reads, As we have confirmed exhibitors, we are eager to share more details uh, as details get cemented and participants ready for their own detailed plans. In other parts of the Reed Pop gaming portfolio, we rarely release participants until close to the event, but now we'll adjust our style to the E3 way as we can. We will be sending our first round of media and content creator registration approvals today, uh, and we will have news to share in the next few weeks on some of the exciting new additions to the remastered E3 2023. Um, which, by the way, Adrian and I both uh, registered for for media at e3 so we'll see did, did you end up doing it i know i did it i sent you that link did you yeah. end up doing it okay yeah. cool so we'll, so we'll see. see we'll see if we get some emails that'd be sick um but i it just seems like a weird thing to say on, on so many levels because first of all like read pop is saying like it's happening like it we, we are moving ahead we have the location we have exhibitors like we're ready to go so it's weird that to me that ubisoft's like maybe if it's happening and read pops like it's happening like <laughs> what are you doing and then you you mentioned it before the show i don't know if you want to you want to go ahead but like your point it's, it's like well, so true i'm just i don't know i maybe we maybe it was a bad translation maybe i don't know what the deal is but normally with events like this if you're a company the size and scale of my of, of ubisoft you have to start planning this event months in advance, if not the <laughs> year before, to have right. a competent, you know, well put together show. So you can't just say, uh, you know, uh, we'll check back in, you know, two weeks before E3. And yeah, if you guys right. are having it, then we'll show up. No, sometimes they make you, it, it, even just for regular events, right? Not E3 say you're a vendor at, at a convention or something like that. Well, like Comic-Con, let's look at San right. Diego Comic-Con. You, you have to sign up to be a vendor at that convention well before 
the yeah, convention like the previous even fall, essentially. Right. Like, yeah. Like, like even for not only vendors, but like for people attending, that happened like back in October, or November yeah. of last year. So it's like because they have to put your, <laughs> they have to allocate your space on the floor because they have to plan the event around who's going to be there and how they're going to have it set up so they can you know anticipate traffic flow and things like that. So. You can't then, just stroll in and be like, yeah, you know what? We'll take this space. And you're talking just logistics, not even like if they have stuff to show at the showcase that the, they're, they're probably going to do. They have to let their partners know and they all have to all have to make a trailer with like a vertical slice of the game. And that can take months to to like bug, like get work all the bugs and stuff out of that to make like a a trailer or right. a gameplay session work like it's not like they can just be like yeah all right here you go here's like some we alpha build ha- we just or something. happen to have this in the can don't worry oh, about no. it oh so yeah it's it's just bonkers crazy it makes me wonder if they're not gonna go and they're just the excuse they're gonna use is like well we didn't know if it was gonna happen until it was too close like is this right. is this it's instead of them this saying no um and then the other thing i brought up before he yeah, has mentioned to you before was like what are they gonna show because literally, I think at they canceled their whole slate once a month for the last like three or four months. We've done an article about like, well, Ubisoft has canceled like four more games, oh, oh, three more games, five more games. Um, like they canceled some of their Assassin's Creed projects. They got Crossfire uh, X out of here. Thank goodness. Yeah, there was like some Division stuff. I think that got canceled. There was uh, oh, Skull and Bones, the pirate game, just got delayed for like the sixth or seventh time. Just cancel it. Just cancel it. <laughs> So it's it's like why do they keep playing with that game? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's not going to it's not going to compete against Sea of Thieves. Just cancel it. Right, right. Or even you know Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which already right exists. their own game. Just ugh. anyway. So so yeah, to me it's like what would they show? Like if they showed stuff, it would be it it, it would be a big deal because it'd be things that we either didn't know about or we we thought they canceled and they actually like psych it's back or something like like i don't know like i can't even picture what they would show off other than assassin's creed mirage which i guess is supposedly supposed to be coming out the end of this year by the end of this year the new assassin's creed so that's right. the only thing i can think of they show off is that and just dance probably just dance 2023 for the week <laughs> for the for the week no they stopped that a couple years ago dive in but it's back this year. It's back on the Wii. You can get out there, get your copy of Just Dance for the Wii. Um, I don't know, Ubisoft. What are you doing over there? Uh, Selkies makes a good point. Uh, he says, uh, uh, Ubisoft has such an ivory tower they sit on. They think they're so important. And that's exactly it. They have this... They back in the day, they were they were like, you saw that logo. You're like, oh, this is going to be a good game. Like that was like the Nintendo seal of like the golden seal in the Nintendo game. Yeah. You saw Ubisoft. You're like, all right, this is going to be go. good. I don't need. Now, don't tell me anything about it. Just give it. Nope. Just give it to me. Nowadays, that is not the case. And it's but they they haven't realized it. They don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, Selkie says, what are they going to show? Division three, uh, a new Splinter Cell. See, now they have teased out that. They were working on a they they're working on some Splinter Cell project because they released some concept art like four months ago. They're like, oh, here's some concept art for for Splinter Cell game, but they didn't say right. for which one or what. So it's like, all right, are they going to announce they're doing the Splinter Cell remake finally? Or, or what, but are you going to have a whole event just for Splinter Cell? No, no, no not at all. Uh, I would love a new Splinter Cell. Don't get me wrong. Like, Absolutely, I love Splinter Cell, but at the same time. You can't have a whole showcase for that, so I don't know what they're doing. Come on, Eves. What are you doing over there, bud? 
Yeah, I think maybe he misspoke or I don't know. It doesn't the the statement doesn't make sense when you take, you know, just 30 seconds to actually think about it. Or so, maybe he's been like just under a rock for the past year and he doesn't know that E3 is actually happening. So someone asked him about it in the call. You and he's know like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's happening. Yeah, sure. I will go. And like, you know they, what? You after, might the be call, right. after the call, he's like, talks to his assistant. And he's like, we, hey, is E3 thing again? Do you know? Yeah. Is E3 back? Are they, is that a, oh, it is. Oh, shoot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, get, get on it, boys. Let's, let's do this thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so time will tell. We might we might find out a week before. Who knows? Um, all right, this last news story, just a, just a quickie, but I had to give it a shout out because it's a good game. Good, good, good game. Power Wash Simulators Final Fantasy VII Pack lets you clean up Midgar. It's game of the Nicole, year. Nicole Carpenter over at Polygon. Final Fantasy VII's City of Mako. Is that Mako or Mako? Mako. Okay, that's all right. I always said Mako, but... I just want to, want to make sure I'm not the expert here. Uh, that's Midgar. It's looking absolutely grimy in its Power Wash Simulator crossover DLC, and it looks like it'll be extremely satisfying to clean off all that ick. Yes, Power Wash Simulator is getting Final Fantasy VII DLC pack called the Midgar Special Pack. It includes five jobs across the iconic fantasy city. The Midgar Special Pack will be released for free on March 2nd on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and 5, Windows PC. Day before my birthday. What a, X- what a present. What a present. Xbox One and then Xbox Series X. It doesn't say anything about Xbox Series S, weirdly enough. Uh, I don't know why it wouldn't be on there. But I would just not. assume it might have just been a misprint. Uh, it's not just cleaning either. Developer Future Lab said in a blog post that, like the original Power Wash Simulator, there's a story to uncover in each job. Of course, there's no judgment in Power Wash Simulator, so players will take on jobs from Avalanche and Shinra, cleaning up messes made from Don Corneo's lackeys. Uh, oh, but, I'm not cleaning up Don Cornell's bedroom. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> Professor Hojo's specimens in Heidegger's dangerous tech, Future Lab said. Uh, here are the locations that desperately need an expert power washer's help. The Hardy Daytona and Shinra Holler, Cloud Strife's sick bike and a little truck that looks both vintage and modern, respectively. The Scorpion Sentinel, the first boss it's fought Final Fantasy VII, but deactivated, of course. Seventh Heaven, Tifa Lockhart's bar. The Mako Energy Exhibit. Mako is what powers technology Midgar. In the Airbuster, another Final Fantasy VII boss. So the people in Midgar have clearly neglected their chores, so everything's encrusted with new dirt types like bio-residue, according to Future Labs. Uh, it's probably Don Corneo's room there. Uh, all Power Wash Simulator's <laughs> handy tools will be available. Uh, I am really excited about this. I haven't played Power Wash Simulator in a long time, but I got on the train back like with the beta on Steam, and I played mm-hmm. it a ton. And so I, I, I adored the game then. And then when it is like a couple months before a game that came to Game Pass, I kind of fell off of it and I haven't been able to get back, but I need to because they have the Laura Croft Manor. Croft Manor? I've been, I've been, yeah. It's so good. It's huge, dude. I've been piecing away at it, you know, picking away at it here and there for a few minutes. Like when I come home, just kind of as a little wind down. Perfect. 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 Um, now, uh, we were, we were joking, uh, about this story a little bit. And I said, now, if you, if you're a power wash simulator and you really want to make some money and you're not, a you're not, a, afraid of getting a little, you know, degenerate with this, uh, final fantasy seven, uh, content <laughs> pack, I said, you know, you could charge like 
you know, maybe five, eight bucks and, and let people watch the characters. I'm just <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. It's a lot of people who would pay a lot of money to be able to do that. You know, I'd, I'd love to hose down Barrett, you know? Yeah, of course. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm, Power Wash team, you can have that. I'm sure somebody in your office has thought of that. Square Enix probably said no. But it's out there. It's, it's free thing. money. It's free real estate. Free money. It's a lot, of, a lot of people that are real down bad these days. I'm just saying. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Adrian's one of them. So I don't know what you're talking about. I just, do, I just floated the idea. Oh, right, 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 right. Is this an idea? Yeah, you uh, know. It's been a hard day. Jesse was working on a tank and some oil spilled, you know? Got to help her out. Okay, huh? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm down with this idea. I'm down with this. Uh, all right. Well, that is it for the Nerdy Nudes. Now it's time for our Patreon ad. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a part of the show where I tell you to go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys and support us over there starting at just $1 a month. That's right, one buck a month. You get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show, if you're not watching live uh, or you only caught part of it. Well, guess what? After this, I edit it, get it right up there on our Patreon right away. You can listen through it. And uh, you don't have to listen to this part right now that you're hearing live on Twitch uh, or if you listen when everyone else gets it on Wednesday. So not only do you get it early, you don't have to listen to me ramble on about our Patreon and you know our other ad sponsors. So uh, think about supporting us just a buck a month. If you want to go up to the $5 a month level, you get our show notes early so you know what we're going to talk about. And you can leave your own questions, comments, concerns, thoughts uh, on the news stories, on the listener questions, on what you plan. Literally any part of that doc, if you have a thought and you're like, I want them to talk about my thought on the air about what you plan or about whatever this article is, support us there and you can leave the comment. We'll read it here on the show. Uh, 10 bucks a month, you can be a Super Gamer sponsor. You get shout outs each and every week at the top of the show. And then we have our Patreon producer tier. That's right, 15 bucks a month. And you get all those previous perks I mentioned, as well as the ability to pitch us a segment. If you're like, this would be fantastic, little segment to throw into the show. Support us for 15 bucks a month and you'll have our ear. And uh, you know what? We'll give it the old college try. We've done, we've, we've, I think we've pretty much done most segments that have been pitched to us. Uh, some have succeeded greatly, like uh, like Super Indie Boys, now is a YouTube sensation. Go over <laughs> to youtube.com slash supergamerboys. Adrian's now doing a longer form Indie Boys. Uh, longer form, it's like six minutes. So it's More focus. longer. Uh, four to six minutes. Four to six minutes, but it's like, yeah, the idea is it's singular game focus instead of like, here's all the games you need to play. It's like, okay, here's one and here's why. And it's really good. You guys should go check it out over on YouTube. Um, 
Uh, or some of them are really bad, like uh, Kajoma's Tall Tales of JJ, which got canceled very quickly. <laughs> not not Kajoma's fault. Very much JJ's fault. <laughs> uh, we asked for Tall Tales, and boy, did we get them. We got, <laughs> I, he, he, he said some of those things were true. I think he was pulling her leg the whole time. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. With but him, unfor- I think they all might have been true. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing. That's that's the sad part. Um, sorry, I just happened to look over at the chat, and Selkie says, "Just a wedge bath sounds like a good DLC." <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm on to something. You get it. Uh, all right. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so we're gonna have something for the fellas and the ladies. There we go. There we go. Um. Support us on Patreon. We'd very much appreciate appreciate it. Helps us make cool things. Help us buy games to talk about on the show. Leave our reviews. Leave our thoughts. Uh, helps us buy equipment so we can sound good, look good. Uh, I don't. I just recently got a new arm for my microphone, so now it doesn't squeak, which was so annoying during recordings. Uh, so think about supporting us over there. You can also support us here on Twitch if you have Amazon Prime. That means you can link it to your Twitch account and use your Prime Gaming sub for free. It doesn't cost you anything. Zero dollars for you. We get five bucks and you get access to our our little emotes. Uh, my favorite one is Adrian's face. It's like a it's animated. So it's, it's like a hype. Our Super Gamer always hype but, emote where he's like, yeah. ah, super excited. <laughs> so <laughs> throw that free sub our way. Like I said, it doesn't cost you anything. We get five bucks and uh, and you get some sweet emotes to throw around Twitch. All right, our last sponsor here is W.GG. Think about going to W.GG. Use our code SGB to get 10% off. Excuse me. Uh, where you can pick up these glorious tubs of energy. Uh, this jitterless energy blend. That's right. It's gluten-free, sugar-free, jitter-free, crash-free. Uh, it features a, a patented neurofactor, which... Let me see. What do, what do they have to say? Neurofactor is a patented all-natural extract made from high-quality coffee cherries, and it contains a profile of polyphenols that increase production of brain-derived neuro, neurotrophic factor. Basically, it makes you think better and do things better. And uh, I love the flavors. I think it's the biggest thing. Is It's like I don't get the crash, which is always good for an energy drink, but it actually tastes good. It's not chalky like some of the other ones. Like, it mixes real good. Mm-hmm. Um, highly recommend Galaxy Grenade, Dub Sludge, and there's even a bunch of new flavors now. And I have Push not... Push and Punch. Push and Punch, yes. Um, I've not been able to try them yet, but uh, if we do, we will definitely talk about them here. So head over to W.GG, use our code SGB, get 10% off. Holy crap. Uh, Selkies in the chat just gifted 10 subs. So, oh my gosh, thank you so much, Selkies. You did not need to do that, but we are very, very, very much appreciative of that. Holy cow, thank you. Uh, so there you go. Now we can cool. get, we can buy Garrett some good soda. Thank you, Selkies. Thank <laughs> now you. we can buy more Pete Pepsi. No, hey! absolutely not. I'm gonna buy the box of cans. You know, it comes in a box of the, the mini cans. That's no, what I'm gonna it, buy uh, next. So, thank you, Selkies, for contributing. Look what you've done to the to the. Or, or maybe I'll just use it. It's Easter's coming up. I'll just buy normal Peeps. Honestly, uh, <laughs> I'd rather you buy Peeps than Peeps Pepsi. I, I can <laughs> stomach that. Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you all so much who supports on Patreon. Thank you to you to everyone who subscribes on Twitch. Thank you for Selkies for gifting 10 subs. Thank you to everyone who supports us over at Dubby. If you get want some good energy, think about going over there. Get 10% off and helps the show. All right. That's it. 
let's move on to the rest of the show. All right, this is the part where I ask you, Adrian, what you playing? Uh, so I am well into Hi-Fi Rush at this point, trying to trying to get through it, um, and not in a negative way get through it, but like trying to finish it before we hit it for a book club. Um, I am still having a blast. Um, I know we had some discussion about it in the Discord about people were saying it was kind of samey. Um, I think honestly that was maybe the first couple of chapters uh, because I feel like once you get past the second boss it never really plays the same or hadn't played the same for me yet I think there's a lot of there's enough variation in in how you move through the levels that um, it doesn't normally feel it doesn't get boring for me at this point but I do play it like a chapter at a time because I mentioned that it has such a Saturday morning cartoon feel that when I sit down, I just play through one chapter and beat the boss. And then I treat it as if, okay, that's my episode for today. And then I come back the next day or whenever I can and play it again. Um, and that has worked out for me tremendously. I'm having a great time with it. Um, and then the other thing that I'm flipping back and forth between that is the uh, Metroid Prime Ooh, remaster. Yes. yes. My goodness, is that it was already a great game so it had a great foundation to start off from but they have improved pretty much every aspect anything that i that you know when you ask people oh if they made metroid prime today how would you want it to be made is it's that game right they they've fixed and modernized everything that you can think of that you would need in a modern day version of that game they nailed it um, and I am having a, a ton of fun with it so far. I have I have zero complaints about it. It runs great. It looks great. The new control styles, even if you want, you know, different ones. If you want the classic one, you could do it. Gyro controls. Yeah, I know. I love how they they essentially gave you well, they give you the original GameCube controls, but then they also gave you they call it gyro controls, but it's it's basically like the Wii controls in a sense. Right. Like they basically gave you a way to play. If you like, okay, if you like the remaster that was on the Wii, like here's your way to play it that way too. I'm like, that's I mean, so it's cool. the best. It's like, the best way you... to, to control the blaster because that's the most accurate. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I've never tried it. I'll have to try it out. I, I just went right to dual sticks. I'm like, I'm, mm -hmm. I know, I know how to play first person shooter game. Like <laughs> I'm just gonna stick with what I know. But yeah, I'd be curious to give the give the gyro controls a try. Um, but. Yeah. I how how far are you in? Are you like are you pretty far in or still kind of putzing through the beginning? Uh no, I'm 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 a good little ways in. Um okay. I'd probably say I just got to uh Fendrana, Fendrana Drifts. So that's the snow uh, level. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so it's a good I, little okay. ways in. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you're you're definitely farther than me. I I mean I'd be of you're most people <laughs> in one sitting would could probably get farther than me because uh, I've mainly been playing Hi-Fi Rush, but I I basically got I played enough to get through. I'm I'm just on the planet surface, like I just got to like boom, I landed, everything is green grass, and like okay. I haven't played any more than that. Like I just landed, getting ready to go. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, such a good game. So I, and yes. and I and I've told my story before. Like I had never played the first one. I loved 
Metroid Prime 2. I played that to death. I love that game. Somehow I missed the first one, though. I don't know how <laughs> I did that. Um, and so going back and playing the first one now, I'm like, oh, man. And I'm, I'm glad I'm playing it remastered because honestly, I think it would have been hard to go back to the original and play it just ba- purely based off the even the control scheme. Like, yeah, I it tried still to holds play- up visually, I feel like, though. Y- yeah, 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 it does. It's like it's not it's not bad. I, I was telling Steph actually right before this because I was in her stream uh, before we went live and she rated us. But I was mentioning her. I was like, oh, yeah, because she was she was playing it. And I was like, yeah, the graphics on the original were good ish, but they really beefed it up with the remaster. Like it's pretty incredible what they've added. Like with for the like for the for the time they were amazing. For that's GameCube true. when it first came yeah. out, they were yeah. incredible. Totally. But now yeah. Now it looks like what we think it looked like back then. Yeah. Yeah, and it, that's exactly actually what I, yeah, what I was going to say is like I it's it really is like what I remember Metroid Prime 2 looking like. What what I think it looked looked like, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like playing I'm like, "Oh, this looks so good." Then you actually look back at the old one and you're like, Ooh, man, no, it was rough. It was rough. <laughs> um, but uh, pretty much the only game I've been playing is, yeah, just Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, I'm getting close to the end now. Uh, I should, I should, I'll hopefully be done with it by Thursday. That's when we're gonna be recording. I should be. I think I just have like a, like two chapters left or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I. You coming around or you still feel I, the same? I don't know. It's, I just have a, I, there's so much I love about it, but then there's like very specific things that are just rubbing me the wrong way. And I'll talk more about it when we do our book club. So you'll have to support us on Patreon to hear that, what those things are. But yeah, it's like this thing where I, there's so much I love, but there's the things that I are, are like causing issues for me are things that unfortunately are making it hard to continue to play. Like I'm almost like, all right, I'm ready. I think I'm I'm ready for it to be done. Like I'm ready to get to the end now, which is unfortunate. Again, not that I don't like it, but it's like right. those, it's like uh, Is so it it's overstaying its welcome for you? A little a little bit. And again, it's like when I talk about in the book club, you're like, okay, yeah, that that makes that makes more sense. Cause again, I'm loving the characters. I'm even loving the story. Like I just got to this twist in the story. I'm like, whoa, was didn't see that coming. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm ready for it to, 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 to finish it up. <laughs> that's for sure. But what I'm looking, I, I was looking forward to playing it. So it's a weird, cause this segment's called what you're playing. I'm not playing it right now, but I'm going to be playing it as soon as I finish hi-fi rush is, uh, I was asked by Connor to join them on their, um, Ori? me too. No, 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 not no? Ori. They're doing some, I, I don't know. Is it like uh, one of his Call Me By Your Game, like the split screen episode? They're talking about Half-Life. Oh. And he asked me, and I've never, I've played Half-Life. I'm a weirdo. I play the sequels and everything. I played Half-Life 2. Don't tell me you, oh, Garrett. Because <laughs> on Xbox 360, I got the orange box. So I played through Half-Life 2, episode 1 and 2. Loved it. And now he's like, oh, do you want to be on our Half-Life 1 episode? I'm like, I've never played it. He's like, perfect, great, that's fine. Go ahead and play it and join us next month. <laughs> so, yeah, uh. I I was extremely stoked to to play through it, and then I started watching. He streamed through. He streamed the entire game on 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 his channel, mm-hmm. and I would tune in because I it was during my work hours, so I just have it on my other monitor while I was working. And so many times I'm like, oh, the gameplay is so 1998. Like it's I was gonna so say, you have rough. to remember it was the late 90s. <laughs> it was the late. I know. 90s. I know. But it's just like, I'm like, man, it's like a 
10 12 hour game of just like rough gameplay <laughs> i'm like Whew, we'll see how it goes i hope i hope this like the story just makes up for it because that's what i remember about episode about the second half-life at least it was like add a great story so mm-hmm. i'm really hoping like his story is like gripping enough in half-life to like hold me through the whole thing that i can talk about it on, on his podcast but i guess we'll have to find out we will find out all right well that is it for what you're playing thank you all so much for listening to this episode we appreciate each and every one of you who tune in live on twitch uh thank you selkies by the way for subscribing uh, or gifting subs sorry gifting dead subs that's absolutely insane that we appreciate it so so awesome uh, we love all of you folks who support us uh by just downloading the episodes by watching on youtube giving us that like subscribing to our youtube channel following us on twitch all the things you guys are all awesome uh if you want to support us one step further and get some cool perks you can support us over on patreon.com slash super gamer boys get episodes early and ad free uh remember uh book club coming out the end of this week so if you support us here you'll be getting this episode early and then friday hopefully getting uh getting that hi-fi rush episode with dj trues uh sgbstore.com where you can get sweet merch uh right now uh we got mugs up there we got t-shirts we got stickers we got a bunch of fun stuff um still working on that new stuff i know we teased it and showed it off like a few weeks ago but there was wait like a minute some, wait a minute some did you hear back yet from from who oh from 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 sir prince a lot yeah no i have uh, i talked to him the other day but he didn't he See? didn't mention anything so i you need to coward. talk to oh shoot call it out buddy uh so yeah sgbsword.com stay tuned we'll see (laughs) who knows maybe we'll either get the new merch up on there or maybe we'll make a new merch store with with even better better quality stuff over uh, that's what i want to do that's that's the plan i say better quality it's really more just like we we would just have more a better canvas it's yes. not so much better quality it's more like we can just do more because it's like hey well we it will just... be better it'll be that too like better it'll fitting be like, shirts yeah yeah hopefully better quality <laughs> shirts i don't shrink you don't have to buy like a size or two bigger than what you wear right um w.gg use code sgb remember get 10 percent off your order over there and help help the show out rate and review us where you can shout out to jack sriracha and yate for allowing us to use their music on this show we appreciate them so so much for allowing us to uh um yeah continually use their music they don't charge us any money uh and uh, we really appreciate uh having some awesome tunes from some awesome folks so show them some love and support by streaming through apple music and spotify because that helps them financially by doing that i think they're also on Bandcamp. i know jack sriracha or one of them is yate Band- i don't know one of the two google google the both of those artists and Bandcamp, and they pop up because i bought their albums through there it's great uh where can we find where where can we find us where can you find us uh you can find us at supergamerboys.com twitter and instagram at supergamerboys i am on twitter and instagram at g morling adrian where can they find you at you can find me any and everywhere at homeboy um what's up nothing i was just uh thinking if there's anything else i need to add and there's not so that's it we can go ahead and take it away adrian sounds like a plan all right folks thank you for hanging out with us for another week of super gamer boys as garrett said earlier we appreciate any support that you're willing to give us even if it's just your time or your eyes and ears it give is give us a share greatly, on social media that's what well, people don't 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 do enough of that's that's true too we might we might get the like 
But even just sharing it, being like on Facebook, hit that share button. Yeah. On Twitter, or, or comment, let button. us know you're here. You know what? I've seen where like, yeah, I've seen where people are like, if you're, you know, if you're really down and you've watched the video this far, put a type this phrase in the comments. Well, you know what? How about you type the word broccoli in the comments if you made it this far? How about that? Yeah. Then we'll know because we haven't talked about broccoli one. at all. You're a real one. Uh, <laughs> so again, with uh, much appreciation, uh, we, Garrett and I, and uh, even JJ in his many absences, <laughs> well, <laughs> are the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the flippity flop. Power Wash Simulator's Game of the Year. Game of the Year. I, I need that DLC. I need it. <laughs>